Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky and I am joined with Jonathan Lee. Hello everybody. Zach Katie. Hey, hey, hey. Brett Not Grimace Freeman. Go to hell. <laughs> and Chance Crawford. Hello, hello. All right, guys, uh, we have a lot to get through, so we're just going to bang it out right off the bat. Uh, a couple of us went to the East Coast Gamers tournament this past weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit. We had the new points. We had um, – we didn't do alternating – or not alternating, but a random first player order. But uh, we did have the new content stuff there. Uh, but we didn't record last week, so we're, we're going to right off – Right off the back of our first impressions of the Gauntlet Fighter, the Razor Crest, and Rebel Fan Rail. I'm not sure if there's anything I'm missing there, but uh, right off the bat, like we'll start with the Razor Crest. I, th- I think it's uh, you know something that people have been asking for for a while since the Mandalorian first came out. Like, when are we finally getting this into X-wing? And it looks like it's finally coming. I believe it's uh, early 2022. That they kind of said, or I don't even know if they actually said early 2022. They just kind of were just like, here it is. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how it, it does come into the game. Um, the we saw the dial, it had a very interesting dial, like every it, single maneuver. <laughs> it did, it didn't have any kind of blue turns though, so. But it's, it, only, it is largely ship, right? Yeah, or really like medium. Is it yeah. medium base, right? Yep, the medium base. Yeah, and it only has blue strengths. Right. And we sold the Mandalorian um, pilot card, which um, it, it was. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> it's like okay, so it is. Let me pull it up real quick. We should have had this. We should have had shares, but this is Brett's fault. I did send this to you a second ago, but that's okay. You did? Yeah. So while you defend or perform an attack, if you are in the front arc at range 1 to 2 of two or more enemy ships, you may change one of your blank results to a focused result. So. Um, I, I think it's oddly specific. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just designed to keep this super tanky ship alive for a long time. And since you're hopefully going to be putting Baby Yoda on it, uh, you'll have a lot of uh, ways to mod that focus result. Right. I mean, it's it's definitely, I think it's going to see play no matter what. It is definitely, it's very tanky. Uh, coming with nine health and two agility, it'll definitely... Um, get a, a bit of play, I think, in the action bar. There's no linked actions in it, which I think is interesting. Um, but that that dial, uh, I think it'll be fine. It's got uh, you know, two talent rolls, five Ks. Um, five K, so good. Yeah, it doesn't have a five straight, which is fine. But but it has a four blue straight. It does. All the straights are blue. It's very thematic, too. 
you know, how it's always falling apart and can't do much. Right. Uh, the model itself is interesting because it's got like rust all over it. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting because, all right, so if we look at the child card, um, I, we don't really have to talk too much about it. I'm sure that everyone's seen it at this point, but it, it says Imperial Rebel or Scum. Now, uh, we've only seen the Mandalorian and uh, the Scum card. I'm curious if, like, there's. We know the Gauntlet Fighter is going to be multi-faction. I'm curious if the Mandalorian card... I mean, we like I said, we only see the scum. But I'd be curious to see if there's going to be a card for Rebel and Imperial as well. Yeah, even I mean, thematically, going with the show... Be, you know, like the... I mean, technically, he worked for the Empire at one point. I mean, and then, you know, he's goes with the rebels at the end of the show spoilers but i mean that's just a, a possible thought because like i said i mean yeah. if the child is cross-faction like that I'd, I'd be interested to see if that is as well yeah and i mean really cool they haven't given any indication of that but multi-faction stuff is great i mean Sure, it'd be cool, but I, I mean, I don't... They didn't hint at it at all. So. No, wait, think, wait, they didn't. They didn't. But, I mean, this is, like, literally the only two cards of this show, so... It makes me... Uh, one thing, like, with this, uh, it is... It makes me think that they're not going to re-release some of the... Uh, like, this card, it's... The um, Razor Crest reminds me a lot of, like, sh scum ships like the Kimagila, like, those medium base. Jou heavy jousters, and it makes me think that they may never reprint the Kimagila and ships like that, like in the future, because I feel like the Razor Crest sort of takes that niche. Yeah, it has the exact same stat line as a Kimagila. Those have two agility. They have I don't one. They have, uh, right, almost the exact same. <laughs> That's not a bad yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, but like. It makes me think that they, I mean, like, Scum has this, like, like surplus of, like, medium base heavy jousters. Uh, it makes me think, like, and, like, the Mist Hunter could come back because it's, like, Forlom and Zuckus's ship. But the Kimagila, I think, is, I, I don't imagine seeing it in the future. Or it's going to be really low down on their list of ships to be. Well, we all know that the Kimagila was just playtesting for 2.0 with the Bullseye Arc. So. It did its purpose, and now it is buried. Dead I mean, I, I, no, I, I get what you're saying, but I also think that, like, maybe with the longevity of the game, they could just be like, okay, here's some new pilots for the Kimugila. Um, sure. Yeah. That could specifically entail that bullseye arc, but um, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, but let's let's check it uh, like i said we don't have to talk about the child too much but the one thing i do want to mention about the child is the merciless pursuit uh condition card that he hands out to your opponent so it's after you perform an attack if the defender is equipped with the child you may acquire a lock on the defender so you get have to give the two copies of this to your opponent to uh put on their ships and it's kind of like now the child comes with two force points that are non-recurring and he makes sure that if you have any other force on the uh, ship that he's equipped with, 
their force points are now non-recurring. It makes me think that they this uh force they're trying to find for, uh cheap force points because this can't be like I can't imagine this being more than three points. Yeah, I was thinking four at the most. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and it's it's very interesting because like everything that we have with force is like what I think nine's the cheapest. I believe so. Is that fifth brother or? Uh, yeah, I think at this point it's like Kit Fisto. Uh, it's your Kit Fisto or Ezra. Regardless, like I, I, it's an interesting mechanic that they uh, could implement that like Forest now comes with some sort of downside, and um, I mean, if yeah. that like comes out to like you find cheap Forest points. It might be a little bit way to uh, balance some certain things, but I mean, I mean, forces I think kind of broken in the game to begin with. Yeah, I feel like that merciless pursuit is so it's it's such a huge downside that you could end up in if you're not careful where you put the child, you could have lots of matches where you're going to regret you could regret having placed him on your ship. Like imagine putting him on I don't know like your Boba Fett or something, and then your and the opponents. Ben Rao and, or opponent Suntier always has like locks on you. You don't really want that. I mean, the other way to look at it though is it can be a little bit of mind games because yeah. your opponent knows they get those free locks. They might sp specifically pursue that ship, which yeah. means you might get to you know cart them around or make them go into positions they might not normally because mm -hmm. they know they're going to get those free mods on that ship. So there there is another way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, where I would put it is. Um... So it has like a bit of a bigs effect where you your opponent is going to want to shoot at it. So you, I would put it on like a lower priority target. So imagine you're playing an imperialist, and you have one of the, a reaper, for instance, like a support reaper or a lambda shuttle. Maybe you throw the child there, and then you also have like higher value targets, like I don't know, Duchess, Suntier, Vader, Grand Inquisitor, something like that. And then you can have the child there providing some force points for a tankier support ship. And if your opponent wants to go after your Reaper or your Lambda shuttle, you might be fine with that, because then they're not targeting Suntier, or Grand Inquisitor, Duchess, whoever. Or, I guess in Rebels, you could put it on... Oh, so say you put it on Chopper and the Ghost, and then you have Wedge and Luke, just throwing that out there. And then... If they choose to go after the ghost, sure, fine. And then it lets you have your your more important pieces. Like, it, it makes them think, do I want, really want to shoot at this ghost, or would I rather shoot at Wedge or Luke? And, and I think we can think of some, uh, like, other examples. But I wouldn't put it, like, on my showcase, like, important star centerpiece, you know? Like, my endgame ship. Definitely. Yeah, uh it's funny that you mentioned the bigs effect i mean um i was thinking about that this weekend when i finally flew kanan for the first time and it just it felt very bigs-esque um but yeah i, I get that like also i'd be a little bit worried that like it would be something that could burn really quickly if you do put him on like a lambda shuttle or something uh I think looking at the uh the Mandalorians um 
ability. I, I'm not sure if that would actually help or if you put it on uh, him. I think that was definitely kind of the design yeah, the like, space they were they were thinking. Right, and, and like like I said, it almost looks like that. This is literally just going off of like a whim that like if it looks like they go hand in hand with uh, the ship ability and the child, and that's what made me think if they uh, could possibly be doing like a multi-faction uh, Mandalorian ship, but the, I think it's definitely something we'd have to wait and see. Because uh, I think, personally, if, if that is a, the Mandalorian, it's going to be damn hard to kill, but... I mean... Yeah. The What is... Doesn't Scum Sabine have an ability similar... In the, um, the Lancer, yeah. yeah. It's if a ship is in your turret arc range 0 to 2, you can add a focus result to your defense or something. Or I think you can like spend a green token to add a focus to your defense. Nope, you just get to. Okay. I yeah. completely forgot that existed. That seems uh, kind of nice. But you kind of want to be on a ship that's going to take damage, too, so you can get those force, yeah. force points back. I mean, I could see a standardized loadout for Din Djarin, or the Mandalorian, where that you get uh, the child at a, like, bundled in at, like, a good price. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I definitely I think it'll be interesting. I, th- I want to see the whole pack. Um, I'm not. I, I <laughs> you put this on like the decimator. You know something that is taking ca- damage. And that was my first thought. Was like a cheap way to get uh, like rack or someone some more. Yeah, uh, throwing them on the uh, on the ghost. I don't know. Not just. Make those ships burn down even faster than they already do. Yeah, I mean, you want it like you want. I I guess like it's going to attract aggro, so you want it to like you know pose a hard decision. You know, so I don't know who you'd pose. Who would you pair with Rack nowadays? Like you want it to be someone else where they're like. Rack attracts the aggro away from like your your end game piece. Like your Vader. Yeah, like if I don't know, can you fit a defender Vader and Rack in our list? You can. You can with I think on it. Thir- yeah. Yeah, I think you have thirteen points left over. I thought hmm. about flying that this weekend. I'm sure it would have been better. Without yeah. Palp, of course. You know, so that might work that you like um you know, if you're kiting, I guess you kite Rack around the edges, and then Vader is in the mix, and then if they, they choose to chase after Rack, Rack just, like, flies away, and Vader's on their tail. I don't know if that how good that works. Yeah, and Rack is reinforced, and you know, is very tough to kill anyway. Like, when he's reinforced, he's basically the toughest ship in the game. I don't know, I could see some, some definite use for it. And if we're, like, you know, three or four points, like, it's going to be really interesting to, to play around with it. Right. Uh, and like I said, I mean, like, I, I yeah, I, I think it'll be good um, on something like that. Like, yeah, sure, you're going to be getting aggro on Rack, but it's kind of like, 
Rack's kind of an aggro, you know, to begin with, so... Yeah, you're generally pretty happy if they're going after Right. Like, there's a decent chance they just will never have enough time to kill them anyway. I mean, uh, you could put them on, uh, like, just like Oiken, right, is the ramming damage one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so maybe, like, Oiken, because then maybe you're bumping the people who would be shooting you who have the target locks. Jamming things up. I mean, I don't shot. know why we haven't... We all know you don't shoot quick draw, right? So you just don't shoot the rack with the child on it. Oh, the game is easy. You know, another play, you could put it on... Um, what's his name? Not, like, Nomlum. Just, like, Dengar. Dengar Gunner. Nomlum. Nomlum actually makes a lot of sense, because one, Nomlum's already cheap, and then, yeah, you get that that rotating turret, so no matter what, you're going to get shot, and that shot's going to have mods. So, like, you could put, like, Nomlum, the child, and then fit, like, some good stuff, right? Plenty of room to put something good. And is Dengar Gunner the one that, like, gives, there's a chance that he hurts you back? Yes. Yeah, then you, so then you're like, oh, do I shoot him? Oh, he has Dengar Gunner. Oh, it's Nomlum. Even he's only worth like 30, forty points, even with all these upgrades. There's Senra behind me. Who do I shoot at? You know, if he's got to take damage, or else he only gets those two force. Yeah, but like they'll shoot him eventually, and if he never takes damage, then you win eventually. Electric baffle. All right, let's move on. So. We definitely need to see more cards and see all this stuff out. I mean, obviously, points are always the big, you know, thing. But uh, so we also have the Gauntlet Fighter. I, we're not going to go into each of the pilots because, uh, but we do know that it is a multifactional ship. Um, as far as the original trilogy and the prequels go, it I don't think there's going to be an FO or a Resistance Gauntlet Fighter. Um, so we've seen yet, but it, it looks like it is going to be for the five factions. Um, maybe not the, I don't, I don't think we saw Republic with it, but, uh, I think I in thought, the spread, it looks like we saw everything I, and we might've, oh no, we did, didn't we? Yeah. I thought there was a Republic. Yeah, in the there's spread. a Republic Bo-Katan. Okay. Yeah. So, but we'll probably get one for everything then. Um, one thing I just want to touch on, on the, uh, the gauntlet is uh, the the fr- when i saw it the first comparison i made to it was the lambda shuttle because you know it's got three dice front two out the back but instead this thing has two agility one more health than the lambda and an arguably much better dial than a lambda the only thing the lambda really has over it is potentially the the ship ability the pilot abilities and uh the action bar because the lambda's actions are mostly white where the the gauntlet has red actions, so I don't know. The gauntlet just feels like power creep over uh, a ship like the the lambda, as far as like a large base support ship, unless it's just way more expensive. And spoiler alert: tactical officer went down in points. Anyway. Hey. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, it definitely is a power creep and uh, mm. dial creep know, at people, least. People don't want to really. Uh, talk about power creep or admit it, but I mean, I, in a way, I wouldn't say power creep is necessarily bad for the game. Um, I mean, we don't know uh, how much it'll cost, so. right? Yeah, 
But the, uh, the uh, it can turn. It can exactly. Turn. Yeah. Yeah. It's missing the one forward, but it has turns that aren't red. So. <laughs> um, we moving along. We also have some super commandos. It looks like we're getting Mandalorian in the space and ever. I think it's you know cute. I mean, like, you're flying around and, like, Mandalorians land on your, like, on your ship, on your Delta 7B, and they slap a thermal detonator on there. So you try to shake them off. So that's why you get, like, a, was it a strain token? Yeah. For the, the only one we saw was the scum one. We don't know if the other factions maybe do anything different. But yeah, the scum one is after a ship overlaps, so you get a strain. Uh, and they can only shoot twice in an entire game, they get two shots. And that's it. Yeah, don't. It's fine, but they also just kind of like fly around now and like try to slap that uh, string on there. Yup. <laughs> so they're fine. I wonder how big. Here's I wonder a, how big the the unit will be. I think I, I imagine it would probably be around the same size as like a probe droid, because it's it needs to have the um. I guess it really only needs to have. The, the the template thing, because this can only do, what, two forward or one hards in either direction, but it needs to have a guide for the template. So in order to have that, I would think it needs to be at least as big as like, a probe droid. Mm. So a little bit smaller than a dial, about the same size as a dial. Right, and, and even though they can only shoot twice, you uh, you get two charges of them, so it's like you can drop two of them. Yeah. Uh, we also have we have Brett sad because his like Jedi Brett tell, died. Uh, tell us how you really feel. I'm sorry, I just can't get behind this thing. It just seems so dark. Are you, are you <laughs> sad? It's just me, Grimace. It, it feels a little out of place in a a, a game about starfighters. I'll, I'll I'll give you that. I mean. Tell me it wasn't cool when you were watching the Mandalorian and you see all the cool Mandos flying up with them in the clouds and they're like, eh, hey. Have you seen Clone Wars, Brett? No. Like the no, I, I have series? no idea yeah? what this is from. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen Clone Wars? No, I've I've seen maybe like the first season, but I I'm not a real fan. Oh, like there's so many like <laughs> all right, spoilers, like the that the Mandal Siege of Mandalore, like in uh that last season, or the set, just like the last season, yeah, with yeah. the siege, siege of Mandalore. There's so many scenes of like they like the lats are flying in and people, and then like Ahsoka or whoever is like, I'm just gonna jump out, and they like, and the Mandalorians flying around, and it's actually, I think, uh, it's a pretty, it's pretty cool there. It 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 does make sense if you've watched uh, other other uh, material from Star Wars. We've seen Mandalorians doing. Stuff like that. even in the Mandalorian, when he takes out um again spoilers I guess when he takes out Moff Gideon's Tie Fighter, he's flying around with his jetpack and lands on the fighter and puts a bomb on it. I mean, yes, it'd be weird in the middle of a Death Star trench run, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It just seems but, like a, a card that could waste more time. That's all. I see where you're coming from. 
I mean, it, it's a uh, okay. So the, the one of the things that I was kind of like really looking at um, with this is uh, how many times. Okay, I, I want to say everyone had this experience, but like something like you're flying like Bost against a uh, you know a Kylo, and like you're the last two ships, and it's just a matter of time before Kylo can get behind a boss and. Uh, you know, it's game over. Like, there's nothing you can do. Where I think this is a card that, like, on certain ships, is gives it a fighting fighting chance, and uh, I think that's a decent thing for the game. Um, now that might be something as far as list building, but like I said, th th there's been times where I feel like that's happened. There's been times that like it's very restrictive as far as having two crew slots. This could be something, I mean, it doesn't have the epic symbol on it, but I mean, it, it could be something different and completely an epic. Um, but I, I think that's why this card is here. It, it is for those ships that um, might need that small support that they don't get otherwise. Think about it, think about it Brett. If you're flying Han Solo, you could disgorge... Uh... Uh, Mandalorians. I could. That's my best use of two crew slots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I have to see how it plays and everything. Yeah. It, I don't know. I I like some of the remotes, but this one seems like they were trying really hard to, to get the buzz droid effect in basically all the factions. Uh, but I'll stop complaining. Spoilers! We're getting Rebel Fenrel in a Fag Fighter, which is amazing. Um, we don't have to talk excited. too much about that. Um, yeah, so they said that we're also getting a Mando pack, and Hard that pack. was the one part of Right, but it was Mandalorian-themed. Um, Mandalorian Fighter-themed, right? Right, mm -hmm. right, right. And then we're getting the ISB... Uh, what, how do you say that? Jingoy. A jingoist is like a, a jingoist, like a, it's like a overly patriotic. It's beyond. It's like That's a um, almost fanatical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For... One point. <laughs> okay, but we have a lot more to talk about, so let's move on. Zach, what do you think about Mandalorians in space? There a thing? I don't know. I think it looks fun. I am a little bit worried about kind of what you guys have brought up about, like, it's very similar to a lot of ships. It's just a slightly better version of a lot of ships. I'm wondering if we're running out of design space, but that's a topic for a different day. That's fair. I mean, uh, I, I do see it as a very similar ship as the Space Cow, but I mean, I, I also think a lot of uh, other factions don't have um, that support ship that this will bring to the table. So it, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> Correct. Like, Republic doesn't have a large base ship. And like, they well, don't. like separatists do, but it's the the Sith infiltrator. So it's that's more of an offensive ship than a support ship. So there's definitely factions that don't have a, a piece like this. 
Really, really the one that's lacking the most is Scum. They really don't have many large base crew carriers. It's tough. To no, not at all. They don't have a YT yeah. or a a YV six 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 or anything. Oh, um, I mean, really, really slim pickings. But they need more Mandalorians. That's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> so let's move on to some points. Why don't we start with generics? Going right down the thing. Uh, who wants to take anything on generics? We have this dandy duck. So I think uh, for me anyway, the big standouts for generics are uh, the tactical. We as we mentioned earlier, tactical officer going down three points from six to three. Um, hate is changing where it was uh by base size it's now just four points regardless of base initiative anything it's just standard four points it's no longer tiered or anything like that um, which is a huge boon to big base ships because it was nine points on big bases um so that's a big benefit for them uh, especially like coming back uh that's literally what i was about to say um too slow. Uh, I mean, the other ones like thread tracers went up two uh, went up two points to four. False transponder codes went up one point. Um, sense went up a point. Extreme maneuvers went up. Um, re- oddly, ion bombs went up one point, and I don't think I've seen anyone play ion bombs, so I don't know if this is in anticipation for something else maybe but that felt kind of odd um also auto blasters went up a point because we weren't seeing those all over the place um another big one i feel like we were (laughs) yeah uh another big one was um advanced sensors so uh on the stream if correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure they said that they're very much not a big fan of system phase like re- maneuvers and actions and stuff like that um so things think things like supernatural and advanced sensors so advanced sensors went up across the board except for a large base where it went down a point um but it went up three for small and one for medium so it's not 13 points for a small base ship um and another one Big one for generics is passive sensors got a pretty, uh, I think it was a, an increase across the board of all of the initiatives because um, we were seeing a lot of passive sensors and it was a really good upgrade. Um, I thought passive sensors didn't change at all. I think it, um, to my knowledge, it went up. I don't know. There's multiple documents and giving me different answers here. So, um, but besides that, I think that's the main ones in generic that stood out to uh, of the generic upgrades that stood out to me. Besides the Gonk meta, which Gonk's now three points or five points, went down three. I lost a game this week because of Gonk. So really, because of Gonk? Yeah, because of Gonk, I lost by one hit point because a shield got Gonked back. And there then, you go, Gonk meta. The tank and an extra hit. So yeah, the Gonk meta is here, and I I welcome 
Who knows? Maybe there'll be a sexy gonk card or something. We can only hope. Never. <laughs> oh, thank you. I know it's the card everybody wants, but it's not happening. Um, so did you mention tech officer going down three chance? Cause yeah, that was one of the first ones I mentioned. Yeah, it went from six to three. One. Yeah. Like finally, it's done paying for its starter 2.0 since. Well, no, I think Tack Officer went up because of Rebel Beef, if I remember right. I think that's when Tack Officer got hit. So I thought it was okay. when the, uh, at the beginning with the escape uh, crafts. I think those were kind of abusing it. Because it just right. turns it. So at release, right. at release, it was five. Then it went to scaling between two to eight points. Then it went from scaling from three to ten points. Or wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong card. Jeez. I feel like it used to be like two points, like at the beginning. It was like a nice to have, but mm -hmm. like you would drop yeah. it. Because like, like, but it went up. Yeah, it went early. two to six down to three. I think, like, at 6, there's no reason to ever bring it, I think. Mm -hmm. And then... It was one of those cards, I think, in Rebel Beef they hit because they didn't want to just increase Wedge. They didn't want to just increase the ships in Rebel Beef and make them not viable ships in other lists. So they tried hitting some of the cards in it that kind of made it work, and I think Tackle Officer was one of those cards that was an unfortunate yeah. I mean, uh, side effect. Yeah, like, you could put it just I think the Ewings reinforces red. And it's nice if it's not, but it's not a big deal. So it's very easily droppable. But um, yeah, they raised that and Leia and they raised everything. Cassian, Braylon, Tenum, all of them went up. So sad. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, and we'll see this across the uh, across the board. Excuse me. Um, is a, a lot of the uh, configurations are now either next to nothing or free. So, like for example, sensitive controls went from two points to zero points, um, which I think is definitely interesting. Um, I think sensitive is one of the few what are considered generic configurations. So I think that's the only one on here. But we will see that across the board in all the factions. Uh, so a couple of things that I, I, I am looking at with this. So false transponder because went up a point, which I think was fine. Uh, we, we saw how good it is. Uh, you know, it was definitely not on board at first, but then seeing it in action is fine. And I still think it's pretty good at three points. Uh, with the increase of the cannons, I, I don't, you know, that's a no-brainer, I, I think. The sync laser cannon is a little bit um, interesting, I think. But, I mean, auto blasters definitely is fine at four points. I think you still take it at four points. Because, uh, I mean, Brett, you've run it before with auto blasters with the Adas. Right. Um, I have. Yeah. No more, but I have. <laughs> right, 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 right. But uh, but that's what I'm saying is like it, it's a, it's an auto included in a lot of things, and it was like this cheap cannon that like was brought everywhere. And, and like I, I looking at different factions, like 
where it did hurt that they went down a point. Like, let's say the IGs went down again. I think that's probably like the most consistent point change ever. Is they? I feel like there's been like one point change that they did not drop in points. Um, so I, I definitely think that's fine. The ion bombs definitely interesting. Um, thermals went up two points. Which here's a here's a question for you, Andrew, as a scum player. How do you feel about overtune modulators at three points? It's the best card in the game. I mean, it's the... all right. Comparing it to one point oh glitter stem, like glitter stem was one or two points. I think two. I think it was one point. Uh, that's the real question: is contraband, false transponder, and overtune modulators are all three point elicits. So those are the three you're generally looking at. Well, they are also three different. You know, they, they present three different things. Um, so, with that being said, though, like, I mean, like, I'm bringing contraband on something like Boba, but I'm bringing, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm bringing false transponder and overtune. False transponder on something like that I'm carrying Zam on. Or I'm bringing uh, the what's the last one? Overtune oh, modulators. Overtune modulators. It's not on here. Um, I'm bringing that on something like Cavill. Like the, they, they are three different purposes, and uh, I, I'm not like maybe on something like Ketsu. I'm bringing contraband, and I'm bringing overtune. So it, it's it really depends on what my purpose is. Like like I said, like with Boba, I want an open dial, even when I don't have, you know, the outs that I need. Like so, like I'm bringing him, I'm bringing contraband on there. Like it really depends on what what ship I am flying. But uh, I I personally think Overtuned is a very good um, illicit, and I'm probably bringing it on a lot that I am taking a torpedo carrier or something like that. So it, it really depends on what I'm going for in that, um, for that position. So man, why is it overtuned on here? Yeah, it's, it's uh, on the yeah. one document, but not the other. Yeah. The, the one's also terrible, <laughs> um, but uh, they both are bad. So the couple, the all, yeah. I was going to say, the couple I'll touch on real quick, because they weren't in the one, is just some of the new cards. Uh, Compassion came out at one point. I, I don't think we'll ever see that card, because yeah, it's, hey, it's selfless it spending force. <laughs> what? I ran it this weekend, and I used it twice. It's a fine card, indeed. Yeah, I'm actually Compassion? On putting it on, on my uh, list that I was flying last week as well. Oh, all right. Because uh, I was going to say, on the flip side, Malice is literally stapled to Defender Vader now, I think. Um, that card's really good on him. And potentially on Kylo as well. It's actually a, a definitely a card worth thinking about on both Kylos. Um, Shattering Shot is really interesting at three points. Um, you could see this on... Deltas, you can see this on Edda's, you could maybe see this on Kylo in the Whisper. 
Um, it's kind of like a CLT, but for obstructed shots, basically. Sort of. Um, but at three points, I think we'll definitely see it, especially with some of the changes made to the Eddas. I wouldn't be surprised if we see it. So why, um, and then why would Malice be stapled to Defender Vader and not Shatter and Shot? Um, because it's just because ha- Vader needs to do damage. Crits help him do more damage potentially, survive better, and it can also help him get Force back quicker. So I never really found him to be Force starved. Basically, no. Uh, I mean, it's just. But yeah, I just like he's because he's spending Force nice. to convert. He's spending Force usually because he usually wants to save like his focus or whatever for defense. So he's spending his force to convert blanks and focuses. So this lets you just spend a a force to convert I think it's a focus or a hit into a um into a crit. So I don't see like why he wouldn't do that. Yeah, one focus or hit into a crit result. So it's also just one of the few force talents that Defender Vader can actually take advantage of. Um, what with his limitations. Um, and then the only other yeah. ones. Oh, I, I, I'm looking at. I don't. I feel like shattering shot is. I don't know. I, I feel like that is. I mean, I, I guess it's a little bit like um, trick shot, but it's kind of like I also. I don't know. I, I feel like trick shot's good on certain things, but. Not I'm not what front base ship like front facing ship are you taking shot on? I don't I couldn't say you're taking it on much. You're taking it on turrets, right? Yeah. And I mean, the only shattering shots like it, it's the same thing as uh whatever blackout that it's kind of like it's cool, but it's like I'm not you know it, it's you know. I don't know, unless you're trying to hit the 200 point mark and need to, you know, fuel things up. And like, like I said, that's what I did with Compassion this weekend, and I used it. Like, it, it was one point I wanted to be at 200. I didn't want to be at 199 because, you know, if you're playing a bit like Bright, you're a chump. <laughs> um, coming at you tonight, Bright, because you beat me this weekend. But like I said, uh, you tabled Bright tabled me. There you go. I said it. Um. No, because Jake killed Fen, and that that has me salty. Um, but no, like, like I said, I, I I don't see Shattering Shot being anything good. Um, if, if you're putting it on and you put it to get to two hundred, that's fine. Uh, but like I said, there's no like force power ships that like most of them are front facing arcs, like. If there is there anything that um has a force power that has a turret, uh, Asajj, Ray, and Leia. Uh, top but, of my head, right? But uh, I feel like Asajj, that two dice is. Uh, yeah, no, those are just the only ones I can I'm think thinking, of. I mean, maybe if you throw, you really want to throw Leia and Ball, so you can throw or. Eh. You know, I guess it's not a dark side talent. Um, maybe Leia, but uh, yeah, I, I'm out on shattering shot as of right now. Right. 
The only other new ones then were uh, electro chaff missiles, uh, which I that's one of the things I really want to. I, I don't know how amazing they are, but I definitely want to try them. They're very they're very unique and very interesting at the very least, um, especially on the new tie bomber. There's some crazy stuff you can do with that. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on the new uh, chaff missiles? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan. I I looked over it in depth tonight and I think it's um I I I don't I want to say I'm out on them but it's not something that I care for or anything like that. Um I'm not sold on them, but I want to at least get them on the table and just try them once. One in case I find in case I end up on the other side of them, I can kind of have a bit of an idea of what to expect and how to play around them. But uh, they just seem new and a little different, so I think it's at least worth trying out. Um, One of the things that I was looking at, like I feel like they'd be go okay against like swarms. Oh per yeah, se, but um, it, it's also it, it's nothing that like I, like I feel like it's a very techy uh, it, uh, thing. I'm on. So the only so yeah, I think yes, it would be good against swarms. The one thing I say, and I think we've seen this before. How many matches of X-Wing more or less start with a, a joust in one way, shape, or form, right? 100%. Exactly. Uh, so if you can be in that joust, and then your opponent is jammed and has no actions and nothing, you're probably going to be, you know on the uh the better side of said joust so i i just because of that i think it's at least worth taking a second look at maybe hold up does everyone remember the argument with um the debris cloud and rig cargo shoot when you get dropped on you from the beginning of second edition oh, god yeah ever mm -hmm. <laughs> dumber than me so if you launch a if you launch a Shaft missile and it lands on a bunch of ships. Are they now overlapping? I mean, what what does it say? I mean, I still say that. Uh, just wait, who was it? Was that were was it Zach and I disagreeing with you, Andrew? Someone was maybe. Me. I still say I don't know I, I don't, was with you. They disagree with me. It's not what I do. I would still say, like according to the ways the rules read at the time, we were correct, and then. Uh, you were Frank, on that uh, team, no. Jonathan? Oh my gosh. No, I opposed... I was against Andrew. I forget what it was, but I disagreed with Andrew. Correct. Because the way but... that it was written. But uh, then someone like Frank Brooks or not, uh, or Max Brooks or someone said, agreed, ended up he saying, oh, Andrew's right. It, so it was weird because he mentioned it on a... Like, I don't even think there was like in the rules like forum or anything. I think it was just kind of like on a stream somewhere that like he was like oh yeah that's how it works and like that was it yeah so hopefully we don't have to deal with that with any more <laughs> you know you could just ask on the rules forum and you'll get an answer that is yeah good... yeah so anyway moving on from chaff missiles the only other one is feedback ping which is the tie upgrade that lets you get target locks off ships near your devices. Um, I've been seeing people doing some interesting stuff with this. I'm not sure if it's good yet, but everything's still new and subjective. Um, but it's definitely an interesting card. It's only one point, too. 
So it's really easy to to add to a list and you know getting locks off a, a proxmon you left around or the um because it works with any device the uh, sensor buoys the first order has there's there's some cool stuff you can do with that so I think it's I think it's definitely good at one point I'm glad it's not more than that so that's all the new stuff hmm I'm looking at saturation salvo I'm. I'm... I think I might try that. And that's only three points. Yeah, it's getting cheap enough that it's worth trying, I think. I think it needs to get down to like one to two points for it to actually be somewhat decent. I don't yeah. know. Um, Elusive yeah, coming not- down. Elusive it- and Debris Dank Gambit coming down a point each is cool. Ion Limiter Override also came down to one point. If that came down to one point, I think you might actually see it. At two, I think it's still too expensive for what it does. Which one, is, uh, one is Which one is the Ion Limiter Override again? Is that the The um the Ion Limiter Override is after you fully the, execute uh, a red maneuver. Right. Yeah, you can do a barrel roll, and then you can potentially get a, uh, was it strain or an ion? Yeah, strain or an ion off of it. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Like I said, at one point, maybe? But... Alright, so we'll, we'll, let's move on to the other... Um... Factions. We're only going to touch base on a couple of the factions tonight. Uh, I do one of the things that uh, the Gunners dropping a lot of points. Uh, I, I am excited about that too. Like a veteran tail gunner being two points was something that needed to happen because it's never there. But uh, you know, we know that bonus attacks are good. I, I think that's something that like man arcs would be kind of fun with it. Um, I mean, Terra Gunner didn't change, but that's fine. We we seen how bad they can be. Um, especially which not bad. I'm saying, bad for the game they could be, but yeah, uh, with Terra the Tal Gunner, I think that could be interesting with the like a lot of things. So, um, which, Andrew, which faction are we doing? Why don't you start with Rebels? You want to do that? Uh, sure. Uh, let's see. Have you have you had a chance to look at this? I did. Um, and you're our rebel player, and I know you love these B wings. I got in uh, Christie's. So yeah. So looking at the B wings, <laughs> Hera and Gina, and I don't even remember Metrum Pollard. All came down. All wow, a lot, a lot of points, which Se- makes sense seven because seven points right? for Hera is so good. Like, such a good decrease. So, because, like, Braylon and Tendum are actually the best, are the best B-Wings. And the fact that the B-Wing config actually went to zero points, didn't it? It sure Correct. did. So it actually makes Tendum just as, I mean, Tendum becomes very good with that config, because he can um, barrel roll into a target lock, or is a target lock into a barrel roll, so he can get a stress and a target lock, double mod, and spend the stress. So in many, in a lot of circumstances, he could be just as good or sometimes better than Braylon, and he's cheaper. 
Um, but um, I think if you're bringing named B-Wings, you're still bringing Braylon or Tenum and not Gina or Natrum Pollard. Hera, just say she has the same ability in the B-Wing that she does in the A-Wing, right? So Correct. It just feels like the, the A-Wing feels more survivable. Maybe it isn't. So <laughs> I, I flew Hera in the B-Wing this weekend, actually. And How'd you like it? I, it was great. So I just, all I put on her was fire control system and the config. So what I was doing is I had Jake as well. So every turn she's going in with target lock and focus. She's getting to use that fire control system. She could spend her focus if she needs to. Uh, and then Wedge is there. He's got a focus. He's taking her target lock afterwards. So I'm getting two basically double modded shots there. And when I don't need to use her focus, then it's everybody's focus. Um, so I actually thought she was really good. I really struggled between putting fire control on her or debris gambit. Uh, cause with debris gambit, I could just go up with focus of eight every turn. Um, but I decided this is kind of obviously a jousting squad. So, uh, fire control is probably better for that. Um, I, I don't know which one is overall better cause I haven't gotten to try the debris gambit, but I thought she was great and she, awesome. uh, she stayed alive for a long time. I mean, uh, if you bring think, enough dangerous stuff around her, like people don't really want to waste their time killing her when Wedge is just gonna murder. Wedge, them. yeah. And if, if they're not killing, if they're not killing her, she's another three die gun instead of a two die gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're about the same price because Rebel, the A, you know, they're exactly the same. Price. Yeah, they're exactly the same now because right, the right. A wing went up and the B wing went down. Yeah. Um. So, like, in the A-Wing, since we mentioned that, yeah, Hera A-Wing went up to 48 points, and then Sabine went down a point. Otherwise, those are unchanged. The Some adjustments to the arcs, and let's see here, the Y-Wings all came down. Interesting, I thought, was, like, the removal of all the gunner slots on the Rebel and Scum Y-Wings, right? Um, One of the reasons the gunners and generics went uh, went down is because you can't just spam them on Y wings now. So they could get they got rid of those slots, but then it freed up those gunners to not be overcosted from you know fear of just <clears throat> spamming them. And then like at first I was like a little irritated by that, but I realized I don't think I've ever put a gunner on a Rebel Y wing. So then, <laughs> and then it makes the Republic Y wing different. You know, it like gives it more character, but it's different than the other ones. Is there a gunner? Is there a gunner on the new Y wing? The resistance one? Yeah, resist. No, there's not. All right, just yeah. So just the Republic one. Yeah, so like it's good for character. All the most of the Y wings went down just a point in cost. Um, E wings came down a lot. Corin Horn down to fifty nine points. He is down 14 points, I think, from release. Like, he's getting Corn to the point so where he's got to be good, right? Yeah, he was yeah. 74 points when he first came out, and he's now 59. Uh, I mean, I've flown a, a decent amount of Corrin, like, and before he dropped all these points, and it was just like, I enjoyed it, and I had a blessed wine on and I did well with him. It wasn't like, a, like a, I wasn't getting any, like, I, I was cleaning up tables a bit, and then, like, I don't know. I, I'm on the board of 
Corin's just like one good tournament away from uh, you know, people being like, oh shit. You know, I mean, like the E Wing has some issues with its like weird like the how the linked actions don't like really fit its like uh chassis upgrade, like how they link into the target lock and you can't target lock at like uh range one. So it's a little so- odd there. Right, so here's here's one of the things though, like uh, with these um, nave squadrons going down to forty eight, you can fit, um, you can fit FCS on them. R four, R three astromech. Yeah, I mean, is that something? Yeah, R four astromech. If you want to put four of them, I mean, I'm not. I I don't support copy and paste. Um. Oh, they don't have the. Uh, Oh, there it is. Um, sorry, uh, I was missing the EPT on the one. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I'm not a fan of the copy and paste, you know, world. But if you have four with FCS on them, you are going in with like a decent amount of modded shots, double modded shots. Um, with four three agility ships, like I, I don't think that's crazy bad. Yeah, and then um. They're gaining the tech slot, so I'm sure there are some some combos that could be in there. I just I feel like every time you build out, like people will say, "Why don't you put what R three astromech and proton torpedoes and this and that?" And then they end up kind of still kind of expensive for generics. So, but I agree that Koran is like, I mean, he's cheaper than Luke now, and it's coming down closer to wedge in price, and uh, so maybe yeah. You know, maybe Corrin, Luke Wedge, you could probably make something there. Yeah. The, uh, other changes, uh, Rebel Fenrau and the Sheathapede is down to 47 points. Finally. I don't think I don't he's know. gotten the points decrease since the beginning. I don't think I would, I don't think I'd play him at 47 points. No, I agree, but I, it's just nice that they're finally forgiving him for first edition. Like I feel, I would, I would pay. I mean, the ten more points, or however it would be, to bring Venrao in the in the Fang Fighter instead. Hard to know how much that would cost. Yeah, Um, his ability is so much uh, more useless, I guess. Right, second edition with force. That's the that's the problem, and and like that was like kind of like what I'm hoping they do with like uh, like I said like uh, I I know I touched base on in the last episode that like AMG like has the power now to just be like okay uh, Fen Rao's ability is going to be the same in the Fang Fighter as it is going to be in the Sheetapi, but they could be two completely different points, and they're just going to be like here's the eroded card that you can print out and put into your you know card sleeve, And, and like. I know one of the things that I said, like they can do it to buff ships, but I, I think it's like the same time they can do it to like you know nerf ships that like might have um, issues. And, and I'm not sure if like um, well, I presented that well in the last episode, but it is definitely something that they could do. Uh, um, because like obviously, Fenrell's ship ability in the Sheathapede, like it, it isn't. Doesn't translate well to uh, second edition, where um, it, it was pretty impressive in first edition. Then um, X wings, Luke is down by a point. Um, Thane is down. 
uh, Colby spread out Vivintenza. So, so Lucas, 60 points. Was he 64 at the start of the second? I can't remember. 62. 62 at the start. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Luke is good at 61, 60. Like, I, that's great. And um, that's Rebel freak, TIE Fighters. Or freaking passion right there. <laughs> Rebel TIE Fighters are down in price. I don't think I would be bringing them anyways. But um, I think in first edition, you brought them because of their nifty abilities and like the, being able to put on like that weird title and stuff from first edition didn't, but didn't captain rex's ability used to be way better in first edition yes it was a great it was a good ability in first edition and now in second edition what is it like anyone can shoot him and it like messes up his ability yeah, yeah. there's no there's no bigs anymore the the tie fighters fell apart when there wasn't a bigs to make it so you couldn't shoot at them at all and then um the VCXs are down in price, except for the Lothal Rebel went up one, and Chopper went down one, and Chopper is che- the cheapest VCX now at 66. But Kanan and Hera both down also. It's crazy that Hera is only one more point than the Lothal Rebel. I guess they really yeah. don't want anyone flying the Lothal Rebel anymore. <laughs> yeah, that is very uh, surprising. So it's like, um, I mean, it makes sense. Like, you bring the ghost, you bring one of the, you bring one of the Spectre Squadron or Spectre Cell people, not oh. like a generic. Or if only they'd add pips to cards so they didn't have to worry about people running three <laughs> Lothal Rebels. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe that's something that's been bandied about before. They could put it on a restricted list and then they could drop the Lothal Rebels price, but um, I wonder how cheap you could make it, though. Oh, yeah, I'm so dumb. That's why they had to make it 68. Right, because yeah. otherwise 67, 67, 66 would work. Yep. Because math. Yep. I'm good at stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's why. They didn't want you running triple VCX. I don't... Good God, I would not want to fly against triple VCX. Nobody uh, This is why I... So, so I'm going to get on my soapbox here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I hope that AMG can add pips to ships in the PDFs. Because that would fix so many of these pricing problems with ships like the VCX and for my the the tie defender off the top of my head cuz we don't want triple defenders back i totally get it wrong but because of that hmm oh, i would love triple defenders back i think it would be great i mean i game. would too but most people wouldn't They're both um, awful people <laughs> what else is new? um but so but no but by by be, by adding pips to have been limiting the amount the amount of that chassis you can bring you can much better price a lot of these chassis so that people can't just spam them. And FFG always claimed that they were worried about making the documents too complicated. And then they started adding light side and dark side and tie and all sorts of other stuff to them anyway to make them more complicated. Um, so I think it's one thing that AMG could do that would really open up the design space on a lot of ships because you wouldn't just have to worry about oh can they fit five of them or can they fit three of them if we make it x cost you can only fly two and that solves that problem entirely um i'm I'm off my i think i think we've talked about that a lot yeah yeah we have and like i said that's something that like when they talk about the ban list and the restricted list it's something that we're anticipating, so it's just a I matter of only hope when that happens. Um, but moving along, this next uh, one's exciting. Yeah, the next the one's exciting. exciting. That's the, the word YK we're going to use. 
Dash Rendar, 79 points. 79 points. Down six points. He was 100 points at the beginning of second edition. Now he's lost some stuff, but 100 points to 79. And then his title is down. Outrider is six points. Down eight? Is that right? Yeah, that's right. They basically made Dash free. Oh, wow. He, uh, he loses the gunner slot, so he cannot, there's no way to make him double tap anymore with like Bistan or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, he's still a four die gun that can avoid or ignore obstacles basically. And he all the did time. gain a second crew slot. He lost the gunner, but he did gain a second crew slot. And Rebel does have some very good crew, they have some force crew. You know, you could, um, I don't know what I'd put on there. You could throw, like, Perceptive put, and Jin on there and then be focused yeah. to bait every turn if you want to. Um, yeah. You could throw Gonk on there. You could throw Gonk, Gonk on there if you're Sol and then just beat me. Um, you could do um, K2SO, I don't know, and Yen I don't know. Turn all your banks blue. Yeah. And then uh, to, it's interesting that they turn. put... Oh man! So like, what, they gave Lebo a second illicit. They don't want to give Lebo a crew slot. Right, so right, 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 right. They C3PO were three PO combo that was not good. I mean, did it did it ever show up the C three PO combo? Nope. On Lebo? No, he's never had a crew slot. No, he did. No, he had one. one at the beginning. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they took it away because yeah. they were afraid of the some combo C three PO. It's it's like an almost unlimited calculates. It's uh. The woes of... Uh, I'm not going to... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> let's move along! Uh, and then, to speed things up through Rebels, um, Z95's down in price. Uh, I think right, Blount was exist. fine at 30. Uh, but, yeah. And the, the, uh, I think they still exist. We don't know. I, it's, yeah. I don't think they're bad. They're fine. I mean, uh, I-5, Z95, I wish I had that in Scum. I you mean, know, they, Aaron Kraken is decent. I feel like Lieutenant Blount is, is really good. good and was out. It was in the final table at Worlds. He was good at thirty points. He didn't need to come down. I think, but uh, I mean, yeah. they look like they when you have them on the board next to your X wings, they look like they belong. You know, they yeah. blends in. You know, um, and then just going down some crew changes, uh, but like. Uh, as uh, Andrew had alluded to before, all the the gunners coming down, Biston, Ezra Bridger, Han Solo, all coming down. Um, some other crew changes here and there, just by a point or two. Magva Yaro coming down three points. Jin or so going up a point. But um, I think that sort of covers Rebels. So lots of things go down, just a couple of things go up. Uh, really just Tenum and Hera in the A-Wing. So for perspective, Rebels had a total of 76, negative 76 points this change. I don't know if you guys ever knew this. I've always been a Rebel player. Me too. Um, yeah. I, 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 like, I think I'm definitely putting Corrin back on the table at some point. Um, probably soon. I love that ship. I don't know why I. It's like, like 
Can I sell you some B wings to go with that corn? Hey, you want to sell me some B wings? I mean, I like B wings. I don't. I don't have yes. any of the new. Yes. Everyone I, get on the B wing train. Everyone. So I mean, like, can I talk yeah. about Magva Yara for just a second? Like, sure. three points is kind of a big, a big uh, one, and her ability after you defend, if the attack hit, you may acquire a lock on the, the attacker kind of seems to synergize well with the child. Um, so I'm wondering if you could just throw both of those on like a ghost or something and, you know, essentially have double modded shots if you're like a low initiative and you're, you can just reinforce every turn then. That's always kind of been the biggest problem with the ghost is that it, it needs its actions to, to hit hard so it can't use reinforce so it just dies. Or it just saws itself to death. Yeah, I mean, I, you can always go that way, but now you're getting very expensive where we think the child's going to be very cheap. So, I mean, if you could throw all that on Chopper, let's say, for, you know, 75 points, that that doesn't seem too bad. Anyone? All right, any final comments that we want to talk about with uh, Rebels? I don't know. I think it's exciting, all the changes. I mean, I'm excited for it. I... I Rebels have, like, just even, like, the past, like, two years, it's just been something that I've been, like, I don't even want to put them on the table, but, like, looking at all this, I definitely want to put them on the table now. Like, uh, I'm excited to fly them, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm most excited about. Yeah, I think Rebels are just kind of like a meat and potatoes faction in general. They're not not the flashy one, which I think has hurt them in the past, which just means they've had lower play rates, which now means they're getting a bunch of point decreases because... They just don't see as much play, which I'm fine with. This is great. This is Zach's time. So this is my time. There's some cool stuff I've already found. (laughs) Zach's like sitting here list building. He's just like, (laughs) 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 all right. Um, well, let's breeze through scum. I have some strong opinions on scrum. Scum. Um, We'll start right off with the bat. IGs went down another point. That's strictly because Auto Blaster went down a point. And, uh, or went up a point, and so did Sync Laser Cannon. Was that? I was just saying, yeah, Auto Blasters went up a point. Yep. 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 And, and that's, you know, there's still, you know, I personally have gone through a lot of IG list builds, and they're just not worth it at the moment. There's going to be something eventually that I think will. Put them on the table, but uh, you know, I've tried putting two IGs fully loaded up, and like the best builds that you can get with them, they're not even at 200 points. So it's like, what's even the point of this? If you put three of them on the table, they're not good. If you put two of them with something else, it just doesn't have a good punch. So, like, uh, it's something that, like, I think that uh, eventually I think AMG will get around to that might be interesting, but at the moment, I don't think uh, IGs are anywhere near what they should be. Uh, they're a very cool ship, and they're fun on casual play, but as far as a competitive standpoint, I, I my hot take is that they're not worth it. Um, the, this is a really cool one, and I bash Y-Wings for Scum all the time, but Cavill went down two points, and there's a bunch of other silly ones that don't matter all went down a point, but they also got the missile slot, um, and they got rid of the gunner slot. But 
I, I think that's okay. It's with the illicit and the overtune modulators and all that, I, I think it's fine. I ran Cavill this weekend with that and it's it was okay. Like I, I definitely think Cavill it is something that could being an i5, he, he's a bruiser. I mean, I run it with a proton torp. I don't think he needs it. You can literally have a cavil with a dorsal turret and overtune modulators and and R4 Astromech for under 50 points. Like I5 punching that hard is pretty good, I think. Um I would definitely start putting him into a lot of my lists. Uh, going down, Cat's also down a point. Who cares? Boba Fett went down a point. That's fine. Cat Scarlet went down four points. That's whatever. I know I'm just breezing through these. Tile Lens, a lot of them went down three, two points. Three and two. I'm sorry. Um, nothing... I, I again, I, I don't think anything uh, is too crazy there. Um, the Skurgs went down two points. Um, Nimbus all six. Uh, again, it's one of those we were talking about it. Uh, were we talking about on the cast that they have like the bruisers? And I feel like the uh, almost feel like the uh, Skurgs kind of fit into that like medium range. I throw three. Dice primary at your face, and uh, I don't know. Like the, the bombs are just like so iffy at this point that I don't see them being very good at even bombing. Um, but anyway, Gerby went down four points, which I think is pretty big. They all the Star Vipers lost the sensor slot and gained a tech slot, so there's no more advanced sensors. Gerby, but it, she's still. Um, I definitely think a threat at 60 points, and I don't... Um, I, we'll see, definitely, later on, if she's actually uh, dead, because she doesn't have the advanced sensors anymore, but uh, I, I still think she's a, a decent um, ship that can uh, can pack a punch. Yeah, she basically um, got 14 have... points, right? Because, I mean, you, you always had advanced sensors on her, so now... Like, 60 points is not a bad bargain. You just have to realize she's not the same ship. She just flies a lot... She flies a little bit more like regular ships than previously. Right, and, like... Uh, we are anticipating that with the uh, random first player, that we're... Uh, fives and sixes, I think, are going to get a boost. And um, we... This, you know, her being five, I, I think it'll definitely add some value to her, even if she doesn't have that advanced sensors. Uh, Prince Ezer and the Alan Obros matter. Um, I, I'm curious why the Black Sun Assassin. They might be something that they tested and we don't know about. Um, Morello went down to Lazarazi went down to in the YVs. All the Z95s went down a point. They probably go down a little bit more. Um, I wish, like I said, like I said earlier, like their 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 abilities are just not as good as the uh, Rebel abilities. 
Um, so they're like fun to like spam, but there's uh, I feel like any of the uh, any of the uh, Seeks are better than these Z95s, so I I'm gonna go that route. Um, as far as upgrades, I think this is like the real kicker with scum. Uh, so Boba Fett Gunner, uh, I'm sorry, Crew went down too, which is silly. Uh, Chewbacca went down a point, Django went down a point. Protector at Gleb went up two points, which I think he's still super worth it. Yeah, he Zam is up four. I think this was a. I think this was a okay. Mistake. This is yeah. You sure? Yeah, he used to be two points, which was just okay. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's at six points now, which, like I said, I still think that's a uh, um decent spot for him. Uh, Zam's up to eleven, and Jabba is up to eleven, which. I think, uh, I'm sorry, and Cutthroat is at two points now. And, like, I think they are good price increases. Like, uh, you know, obviously Zam needed it. Jabba, uh, before this tournament on Saturday, I feel like there was a lot, a lot of people looking at Jabba and all, all the illicits that were out. And, um, we saw what happened with the YV and contrabands and stuff like that. And, and like, it, it kind of shows to me that they like, they play tested the new stuff that was coming out. And it was like, they made alterations to the stuff that needed it. Where as like, I feel like sometimes before, like we saw price increases on certain things, but, and then we saw like, like I said, like with the, uh, with the IGs, we saw them get a price uh, decrease because the cannons went up. Where I feel like this is like one of the first times that like I feel like we had some elicits come out that were really good, and they took care of it. Like Cutthroat being a one point with uh, Overtune modulators and Bobu Freak, I, I think would have been a little bit tough, especially with Java. Like uh, I I'm happy that they did it, and like you're now paying the cost for these elicits that are really good. Now, I know, Brett, you're not on the Babu train, but uh, I, I think if you do put something like Cutthroat and you do put something like Java, it, it turns into something really kind of crazy. Yeah, and I, I could see how you could make a combo make like that work, but seven points for Babu just seems really high uh, to me. But I haven't played him yet. It's just how it feels. No, and, and like I, I know, like the first thing everyone looks at, it's like, oh, he's like a, he's he's like a two round uh, contraband. But I, I I look at him like so much more. Like I feel like when you get that uh, ion crit, that you're just like, okay, well, I can delay this a couple turns if I need to, and I can um, you know deal with it later or something like that. Or so, I I don't know. I, I really think Bamu is worth the seven points. And I think he uh, has a lot of homes that he can be staple to. So, um, but also Han Solo going around, I'm okay with. Um, overall, with this scum, like uh, not too much has changed. Like uh, as far as list building, uh, I think the points wise, nothing really like stands out to me. I think the biggest upgrade to scum was this pack that came out with the two elicits and uh, uh 
I think they're going to be in a fine place, but I, I'm probably going to put them on a back burner at the moment and try out some more Rebels. Uh, anyone have any comments on Scum? What's that? Because we're a Rebel podcast. We are a Rebel podcast now. No, wow. I thought, I, thought you hit, uh, I thought you hit Scum quite thoroughly. I mean, I know we breezed through, oh, but, it's, yeah, but it's not too much. There. Yeah, it, it's nothing that's like game breaking or anything like that. Like I said, the, the two elicits have like the big buff to scum and it. it's um it's they're gonna be the things that really kinda like make the faction shine as opposed to these points adjustments. Like nothing like obviously Zam is gonna take a hit. It's gonna be worth it on Sermless. It's gonna be um not an auto include now I, I would say but uh same with Gleb yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I think Gleb is... It was, uh, Gleb being cheaper than Tactical Officer was just ridiculous because Tactical oh, yeah. Officer gave you a white coordinate if you already had a red, where Gleb just gave you a coordinate. Right. What's the other came out with Gleb? It wasn't the same. Gamut um, Key. Yeah. Gamut. Yeah, I, uh, he's not on here, but what he's six points two. Uh, both of them are like I, I think they're they're pretty decent at six points. Like I really so like I mean like my Kanan that I took this weekend, uh, I threw Maul on there just so I could get that double uh, that double damage reduction that I I wanted and like but I really struggled. If I wanted to take Gleb or Gamut, and I, I think I took the right choice, but um, I don't see them as being bad, especially at six points. I think they're super worth it. Uh, but I'm still in the mall train. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I think that's it about Scum. There's nothing too crazy there. And let's. Breeze through Empire. Brett, this is all you. Okay. Um, so. There's a good amount of drops here in Empire. Um, I'll, I'll try and make it very quick. Uh, one of the Alpha Class Star Wings, Lieutenant Karsabi, went down. No one cares. Um... Captain Kagi and Lieutenant Sai each dropped a point, and the uh, Omicron group pilot dropped a point. So uh, maybe they're trying to make Lambdas two a points. bit more relevant. I'm sorry, two points, yes. Uh, and so the title went down. I know, but I'm not at the title yet. Um, but so they are, they're now pretty competitively priced with the Reaper. Um, I think that they are a much better platform in general. I like to see them on the table more. And like Chance said, the title also uh, came down. So you can uh, turn them into kind of offensive powerhouses uh, with the right build. Um, another type of ship that could benefit well uh, from, uh, you know, Baby Yoda coming out uh, just to give them a little bit more punch. Uh, Lieutenant Sai can always be uh, focused and target locked if the title's on, but now there's a way to potentially make that happen with uh, some of these other guys as well uh, just by throwing the title on them. Uh, Tie Advanced V1s, they were kind of one of the, uh, the banes of, uh, X-Wing in this last point cycle, and they got hit appropriately. Uh, Fifth Brother went up two points. Um, 
that's probably justified. He's extremely strong with homing missile. And then the generics uh, went up three points each. So the Inquisitors are now 39 points. So uh, the five Foresight Inquisitors is dead. And Baron of the Empires also went up three points. So that, uh, that very unfun spam list, in my opinion, uh, with the, the Barons and all the uh, Thread Tracers and Prockets is also dead. Uh, Merrick Steele, moving on to the tight Advanced X1, he went down a point. Ved Foslo and Zertrick Strom as well. Uh, they've dropped a decent amount since the beginning of this game. I've always thought Merrick Steele uh, has a place in this game. If you can uh, you know, get that ability off, that ability to go through and just pick whatever crit you want is very strong. And as an I-5, uh, like Andrew mentioned before, we think I-5 is going to have a lot of value now that random player order is here. Uh, so I definitely think that uh, there is a place for Merrick Steel. Um, with the Reapers, most of them stayed the same. Vizier went down by three points. I, I do want to touch base. I like this one a lot. Vizier? Yeah, because uh, he's the one that gives you that defense, right? No, no. So he's no, no, the one no, when no, you no, do no, an earlier okay, on. Okay. Yeah, he can do a, a uh, never coordinate, mind. but you skip your perform action. So it turns the coordinate red, or from red to, to white, essentially. For the white. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, never mind. I thought it was the. Uh, I thought it was fair off. No, oh, yeah, fair off. Fair off is really good already. Um, but stayed the same at forty seven. If he went down three points, I'd be like, I'm an empire player. Yeah, Screw rebels. Um, Lieutenant Kestel, Kestel. Um, went down a point. Uh, everyone always says Kestel's gonna have a place. Uh, to try and punish force users really never happens um, but you know they, they keep making Kestel cheap enough maybe it'll eventually happen uh, here's one that most people did not see coming myself included Darth Vader and the Defender down 3 points to 112 um, I don't necessarily know why except for the fact that um, they don't really care about him having the ability to bid uh, but that's Kind of surprising, right? It's almost like a free auto blaster um, or shattering shot or, you know, whatever you want to throw up on them. But you can get some tools on there for sure now. Um, and Volt Scaris in the Defender also came down. Um, so that's giving you another cheap option there. Uh, it looks like he came down five points, actually. Uh, so a pretty big uh, decrease there. Not a great ability, but... Uh, you know, still a good platform all around. And then Colonel Dobbs, who is just complete, or Captain Dobbs, I'm sorry, who is complete garbage. Um, he came down two points as well. It's really not any real reason why you would ever want to take him. Uh, the ability is, is so bad, and uh, it's only an initiative three. When for the exact same point cost, you can take the Onyx Squadron. Um, the Delta Squadron uh, Defender also came down a point, uh, but like uh, Chance of Soapbox said, uh, because they don't have pips on there, he's at 67 points, just to make sure you can't take three. Uh, Mr. Doo-doo-doo, Suntir Fell, down a point to 53. I'm excited about that one. I don't know how you guys feel, but uh, I actually thought he might come down a little bit more than that, but, um, you know... One point is still nice there. He's he's always a good ship, and um, in the hands of a good player, it's not going to matter too much if he's first player. 
Yeah, I, that, that is one of the things that, like, in the hands of Duncan, he's, he, it's going to happen. Like, he's probably still going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. Right, Duncan's got no problem with, with him at whatever cost. That Sintir went down a point, but Sienna didn't. So now the the value for Sienna just shrinks more and more and more. Yeah, but they, I mean, they, Sienna, they have very different like, roles, I think. Yeah. It's like, you, you, if you're bringing Sienna, you probably are bringing Suntir, too. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with Sienna staying where she was. Um, yeah. At some point, you just make them too cheap. And, you know, she is still an I-6 uh, with an ability that can sometimes come into play. Uh, this Vault Scarus also comes down. Uh, three points here, so... Uh, I think that Interceptor Vault Scarus is better than Defender Vault Scarus. So, um, again, maybe there's some, some use here. Um, and then there's a, a decent number of, of minor increases, I guess. The Saber Squadron Ace goes up a point. Nash Windrider goes up a point, And the Alpha Squad goes up a point. Um, so does this kill your, yes. your, uh, your list chance? By one point, rest in peace, Nash and five alphas. I spent all that money for nothing. Yeah. I flew it once, and it's not even that great. Um, well, F, I'm very sorry for you. Um, but speaking of, of things that are, are things you could fly one time, uh, TIE fighters have come down significantly. The, uh, the Howl Swarm, or the, uh, it's back, right? Like, Howl Runner comes down three points. Um, Iden stays the same at 40, but Mauler Mythal comes down two. Scourge comes down two. Delmico comes down two. Gideon comes down two. Sane comes down one. Like, you can basically throw all those in there with Wampa and put a couple of uh, Swarm Tactics on there and have a really nasty list from the start of for, uh, second edition. Um, Valen Rudor and Night Beast also come down too. Uh, you don't really see those two ever, but, um, yeah, the Inferno squad with, with Hellrunner, it's, it's back. I would probably put that on the table. Um, Phantoms, the, one of the generic goes up a point, nothing too exciting there. Duke went down a point. Yeah, yes, exactly. Duke went down a point, but I mean, it didn't really stop a spam thing from happening, but. Um, that probably is the the reason. Um, the named heavies come down a point, and so does the uh, the Onyx Squadron Sentry, which is uh, one of the generics there. Absolutely no one was using those. I mean, they, they saw no play, so um, really nothing to talk about there. Their configs also came down, so if you are interested in them, they're a couple points cheaper, but I don't see them doing much, if anything. Uh, Strikers had some changes, though. Both generics go up a point, but um, Countdown comes down two points. Countdown is always a really good ship, especially in a low ship count meta. Uh, so that's worth looking at. Pure Sabak with his, uh, you know, four dice of, of pain down a point to only 42. And uh, Vagabond, who is complete garbage, uh, down two points. So you can not pay attention to him. Um... Decimators had a nice decrease. Rack comes down a point. Not sure why. Oiken comes down a point. That's fine. Uh, and Morna Key goes down four points. Uh, we're not really seeing much of Morna Key, but um, 
you know, that's still a really good chassis, and that's a big decrease, so potentially worth uh, looking at. Like we talked about before, configs basically are free, just the target assist one uh, for the heavies are at one point. Um, that's about it for, for, you know, the ships and configs, but uh, there were some changes with the crew. Admiral Sloan, everyone's favorite negative play experience, uh, up four points and out of 16. Uh, that's good. Up, up, up. Keep making it higher. Sloan is one of the most unfun cards in the entire game, in my opinion. Um, everyone says that there's a ban list. Sloan needs to be on it. I completely agree with that. I don't know if anyone here would disagree with me, but she sucks. Um, Sienna Ree comes down two points uh, for the crew. I tried her one time. I have never really seen anyone use her. No big deal there. And Moff Gerard comes down a point if you want to do some uh, some big boosting potentially in like the system phase. Uh, Palpatine goes up one point. I'm thinking maybe that just corresponds with the the decrease to um, the decimators. That's, I, I mean, I'm not really <coughs> entirely sure why, but uh, the lambdas. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's, it's, it's gonna be the combination too. But like, he can't go on another faction, so like. Was it just a nerf to, to Reapers, I guess, then, to keep them the same and, and drop the other ones a point? But um, either way, he's 12 points now. Uh, still very worth it, in my opinion. So, yeah, that was that was the quick rundown, I guess, of Empire. Some exciting stuff, but I think completely outclassed as far as the points changes go by One... levels. Other small thing that happened is disciplined went from one point to two points. Oh, you're right. That wasn't on the one that I was looking at, but yeah. So good. Uh, I hate spam. I'm on team Andrew with this where copy and paste squads don't make me happy. And uh, that's a copy and paste card. So I was completely fine with that. It's still good at two points. Um, it's just not going to be quite as prevalent. Yeah. I mean, like, so the big three factions, what do we think took the hardest hit? I mean, I don't know if any of them took a hit. Um, well, uh, I would have said, well, who drew this short straw? Like, it, it would have to be either Scum or Empire. Like, I mean, like I think Empire got a huge boost as far as these, um, <clears throat> the Swarm goes, but I, I, I want anything else. I want to I mean... say Empire is probably the, the least sure soon tier went down, but like the Inquisitors going up definitely hurts. Um, I mean, if you didn't spam them, the generic uh, Interceptors and Strikers going up hurts. Um, and I, I really don't know. Maybe with ship counts going down, we might start seeing Lambdas again. But we haven't seen Lambdas in, in quite a while, really. Um, so like, I don't know, with a lot of the changes to, to Empire, nothing really stood out to me besides the TIE Fighters and Soontier. So here, here's, and that the, was... here's what makes me confused about how to answer that question. Um, I feel like Empire, far more than Scum, was bid dependent. And so now, like, your, your Soontier list has an extra you know, 10 or 11 points on top of, you know, the points changes potentially. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a wait and see to see what exactly they can do with those points. 
Um, I, I agree with Chance that we haven't been seeing a lot of stuff like Lambdas or, or really Reapers because it was almost always better to just take an, you know, an ace and have a bigger bid. Um, but now with that behind us, I think we might see uh, these different archetypes coming up. Um, I just think it's a harder play style. I don't know if it's quite as easy of a play style now as it was before uh, these, you know, potential rule changes that we're all anticipating go into effect. So I would not I mean, be surprised off of if what Scum we're... is better, but I think they might have gotten hit harder. Right, right, right. Yeah, like I said, uh, as far as Scum goes, like, none of the points really, like, mattered. I mean, I would definitely say uh, Rebels are the definite winner out of, out of this uh, points change, but I, I definitely see, like, Nothing as far as points go risk um, really matter. Like it, it was definitely the upgrade. Like I bought both of the uh packs just to get those cards that I wanted. Like that's how I feel for scum. But um, I don't know. Looking at some of these empire changes, it has me a little bit worried about the faction. Um, one of the things though, I do want to like look. I was looking at it was like Sienna Re. If with the tr- drops in the uh, TIE Fighters, could we, like, see something with, like, Sienna Re being, like, the Ace and then a TIE Swarm, like, to go with it? Like, I-, I don't know if that would be that crazy, like... Yeah, and I mean, like, part of her problem is you're always building, a like, her as part of an Ace list, right? And that was not really conducive to her ability, so... Yeah, you could definitely have right. a, a situation where she has something like disciplined and then you have a bunch of tie fighters named ones there and whenever they pop she loses a stress and gets to grab a target lock um that doesn't seem bad right even if like she's like more of like an end game piece too like it's something that like i feel like she could have a spot and like if you have a, a tie swarm like are you bringing two tie fighters or are you bringing sienna re and like maybe that's something that um she could have a spot in uh, and, and why she didn't change it's definitely something that i've always kind of uh, taken a look at because i didn't work uh Iden's only tie line right that's not tie I don't know. I, I, I still think Sienna Reed is fine. Um, and, and yeah, going off of exactly what you said was that like she um, I, I don't necessarily think she wants to be in that ace squad, but I mean, I think she could definitely be in, you know, a swerve squad. It wouldn't make sense. Yes, and you, and you can actually fit her in a lot of TIE Fighters. Um... So I have her with just disciplined, and then Hal Runner, Iden, and three Academy Tie pilots, and you still have three points to, you know, fill in with whatever you want. Right. So yeah, that that's not a bad idea. I broke the meta. Game's easy. Um. So overall, like I said, I, I think like uh, I know people were expecting a lot more out of this uh, points adjustment. We'll go over the other four factions um, the next episode. But like I said, I, I feel like uh, my response to it is definitely interesting. Like I, I think they 
points that they did change was a result of their play test, where I don't think we saw that in the past from AMG. And that is something that I am appreciating with, um, uh, I'm sorry, we didn't see it with MFG. Or like, I feel like a lot of times we saw that, like, you know, people would bombard FFG to be like, this needs to change, this needs to change. And like, I'm not saying that that, that this, that didn't happen here. Um, because like, obviously with the, um, the Thai V1s, uh, going up the, they definitely, went up because they they saw play, but I also think at the same time, like I feel like we did get play testing out of AMG's um, team to be like, okay, certain things work, certain things did it. This is the new stuff going coming out. We also need to change other stuff that is coming out or that is going to go hand in hand with this. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting to see like the next actual point change and probably after we start seeing a lot more gameplay X Wing happening. Um like I said, I know in the last episode it looks like AMG's first appearance at a con is gonna be Adepticon. So we do have a little bit ways to go, but um it'll like I said, it'll be really interesting to see how the they go from this point change to the next point change. If it's going to be a lot of tournament based or anything like that, or it's going to be hard to see. We could have completely new game modes that they might have to balance points off of. So it'll be like a a whole different mechanic than what we're used to. Um, and I think we're just going to have to get used to it, as opposed to um, people just screaming at AMG. This needs to change and. I'm on board for that. Yeah, this is definitely AMG's world now. They are not. Yep. Uh, yep. They're not being, uh, you know, cautious or off, like you know, hands off about right. it. They, they know what they want. Right. Exactly. And like I said, overall, I I feel like I've, I, I want to see. I. It's hard to see what they're gonna do when the world gets back to normal, um, but so far the how fast they've kind of like uh, taken care of things and when there is a problem that they address it immediately where like I feel like we never did that before with FFG where like it, it might have been months before that um, anything like that happened so uh, like I said as far as I'm concerned kudos to them they have obviously their work laid out for them uh, I think but it, it's the direction that the game's going in uh the next points that I would say is going to be the big tell of how everything is going. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with Empire before we close out? Nope, nothing else okay, on Empire for me. Anything else from you guys? I do have a shout nope. out. Or not a shout out, but a, a thing. Um, so the, uh, the next ECG tournament um, was just announced earlier today. So it is on October 30th. Um, it looks like it's going to be another five-round event, which I think um, all of us who went to it would agree was a great change. Um, so uh, it fills up very quickly. It looks like it might already be about halfway full. So if anyone wants to go, they should uh, go log on to the Jersey Shore X-Wing page as soon as possible and sign up for it. And uh, we have a tournament as well, Andrew, right, that you're... You're right. 
Uh, maybe. Um, <laughs> no, we have showcase? a tournament on, at Showcase on November 6th. Um, I believe the start time is 1130. Uh, you can find the information for that on Showcase's Wargaming group, or you can find the information on the Liberty Squadron Facebook page. Um, basically, just to get back, like uh, I know Redcaps has been doing small tournaments, but uh, we're hoping to actually get a good amount of people out for this one. This is Really ramp things up. Um, we're still waiting to hear on Aaron news of Pax Unplugged. I, I feel like we're like almost two months out before we have Pax Unplugged, but um, we're trying to see what is happening with that and keep you guys posted as far as that goes. Um, and it's happening. Like I said, I don't think AMG is going to be there, but if uh, there could be some kind of happening. Um, so we'll keep you posted on that. Um, again, shout out to Mike Bird. He's always running those events like amazing. He, he does awesome. such a good job with them. So kudos to him. Um, and I think that's going to bring us to a close. So uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, definitely check us out on Facebook. Check us out uh, all over the place that you can. And uh, have a good night.